Welcome to the Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Camille Essek, and on this podcast, cover topics ranging from entrepreneurship to relationships to beauty, wellness, and empowerment. Each week, I explore topics impacting women looking to start a business, who from past hurts are looking to start a new chapter in life. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Camille Essek. And on this podcast, I have an amazing treat for everyone. I have the one and only Patricia Cresswell of The Peak Legacy. So I don't want to mess this up because you guys, this lady right here from Peak Legacy, she is such a jewel. So I am going to introduce you to her. And better yet, I'm going to let her introduce herself. Patricia, thank you. Awesome. So much Camille for having me on your show today. I'm super excited to be able to share with your listeners all the great things we have going on at Peak Legacy. Thank you, thank you so much. Patricia, like what is the backstory behind Peak? Like what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? And just tell us a little more about your brand. Okay. Well, I started being an entrepreneur way back in the day, girl. I was probably um, 12 years old when I got my first hair client. <laughs> oh, wow. And when I got into doing hair, I realized how great I felt after making someone look so beautiful with work that I've done. So fast forward from 12 all the way up to the age of 29, um, I was doing hair and makeup and spray tanning for pageants. Um, I, uh, from 2009 all the way up to 2000, uh, I guess 16, 17, that was like my main focus was just um, wholesaling and merchandising in the beauty industry. And so I decided at 2017 that I wanted to not only make people look beautiful on the outside, but I wanted them to be economically and financially beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that's how I transitioned from beauty industry to financial industry. Oh, wow. That is a leap. Like, that's a leap. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, you know, right now um, I have since passed down my beauty brand to my daughter. She is my legacy. Okay. And she has continued with the torch for uh, all the beauty stuff for Peak Image Consulting. And now uh, I focus on Peak Legacy on our financial wealth building and real estate development and lending, insurance services, and investments. Everything that we need in order to be financially beautiful. (laughs) That's awesome. Can you really um, unpack the importance of financial education, particularly in the black community and how that gap and how we're now, um, I don't want to say catch up, but we're, we're just now becoming more financially educated and just the importance of financial literacy is particularly to our community. Right, right. That's a great, great, um, question and definitely a topic we need to touch on. Uh, in the black community, unfortunately, we have been trying to find ways to gain economic power. 
I don't really fault our community because we really hadn't had that much time to do so. Right. Um, you know, I give us about a good 52 years right. that we actually had a place right. in um, financial platforms in America. So 52 years is really not a long time it's in not. terms of what um, everybody else had outside of us. Right. Which about 400 years. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, that's you know. a very good point. I think Roland Martin, I was listening to him and he, he brought that out, what you were saying that, you know, they pretty much had a 400 year start and we were not technically constitutionally fully vested as free in this country until 1970. So if you mm-hmm. do the math, that's about right. And to, and to be told, oh, catch up when you, you have a 400 year head start, that's very unfair. Right. Right. Another topic I just want to, or another statement I want people to understand in terms of black wealth, um, black wealth does not equal white wealth. Mm. How so? Um, Because people think that, oh, well, now that they've opened the opportunity for us to be able to purchase homes in their neighborhoods and Mm -hmm. buy cars that they can drive, um, that they drive, that means that we're equal. But it does not constitute equality because, again, if I invested one dollar four hundred years ago, that one dollar would probably be worth ten million, mm-hmm. as opposed to us only having fifty years to invest that one dollar, and that one dollar only be worth mm-hmm. you know one million. You know, so we need to be uh, aware that our wealth does not equal their wealth. So we cannot leverage or at least compare ourselves to. Um, you know, people who had a head start on us because right. it's different. It's a difference. And that's why we keep continue to fall behind because we uh, utilize those avenues or those uh, images of mm-hmm. wealth instead of creating our own images of what wealth is supposed to be for our communities. Very good. I guess um, when you were saying that, um, Patricia, I was thinking about, you know, we hear the term hood bridge. And uh-huh. we look at, like you said, uh, looking at wealth as far as, you know, the Christian Louboutins or the Red Bottoms and the Louboutin bag, and, you know, those tangible things. But being uh, bank poor, if that makes uh-huh. sense, and maybe I'm using the right term. But like you said, with the white wealth, um, that dollar has had time to be in- invested in multiple places, whether it's through investments like stocks, bonds. Uh, CDs, and then you have real estate plus, you know, businesses and even land and homes that are passed down throughout generations. And most of us, our ancestors, didn't have those things. So um, that's a very, very good point. And that um, disparity between the black and white communities in terms of wealth, there is a very large gap there. Right, right, exactly. And uh, because we hadn't quite figured out what our wealth level is supposed to be right now Mm -hmm. we continue the gap gets larger and larger Mm -hmm. you know because we invest in things that doesn't have any equity Mm -hmm. and that equity is what's going to give us some type of wealth value and uh yeah we just need to be more informed (laughs) yeah very true and for those that are listening that may not be familiar um what are things that do have equity that we need to invest in? Okay. Well, number one, real estate. Um, land has always been the hottest commodity in the 
the U.S., mm-hmm. you know, and the Americas, if you will. And so, therefore, uh, anytime you can uh, invest in any type of real estate, I don't care if it's just a corner lot, a piece of uh, one acre of land or mm-hmm. a quarter of an acre, um, that land means a lot to your value, you know, and it appreciates. It doesn't depreciate. Depreciation, of course, means that as soon as you buy it, it goes down in value. Mm-hmm. similar to a vehicle or maybe some uh, gold or diamonds or chains or, you know, definitely not any uh, thing uh, like shoes or clothes. They don't have any value. Right. And then my next question, um, as you were talking, I also started to think about insurance. And I once heard that that's one of the fastest ways to build wealth is not just putting your money in the bank. Because we think you hear, oh, save, save, save. But we don't hear invest, invest, invest. So how can things like insurance be a way of building wealth? Okay, well, just a quick, a quick run through. Um, now, as a licensed insurance agent, uh, one of my main things in educating people about insurance is understanding uh, what it actually means. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just to uh, give it back to our community make this be relevant to our community uh, value of life has been uh, something that we've struggled with and the reason why we struggle with the value of life is because for the first hundreds of years that we were here we couldn't get too comfortable with whether we would live today or die tomorrow mm-hmm. we really had no idea about what that is so that's a really deep down hardcore um, realization that we have to yeah. make because it still exists today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Henceforth, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so, saying that to say that we uh, had value life. So, when I go out and I start talking about life insurance, you know, people are like, well, you know, life insurance, what does that mean to me? Right. You know, my life is not valuable enough to insure it, but it is. Mm. And what, um, you know, the people that had rule over us at one point uh, utilized that system for was for investing, for saving, for the growing wealth, for inheritance, mm-hmm. you know, for creating an inheritance that could be lived off for generations to come. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't taken advantage of that system the way that we should. So, um, that is a very small, the insurance uh, game is a very small price to pay monthly to get involved in. Mm-hmm. But in the end, um, it's it can put your kids through college. It can put a down payment on your home. It can, uh, you know, help you invest in real estate if you need to. You know, so many different ways you can use the insurance, uh, an insurance policy to uh, benefit your life okay. while you live. Okay. Um, The other night I was listening to Dr. David Anderson and he was talking about insurance as far as, um, and I I took the notes, I don't have them with me, but he was pretty much saying with insurance, um, you can take money out and let's say if you um, had a medical bill, let's say you ended up with $100,000 worth of insurance and you pulled out $20,000 and as he quoted it, you flipped that money Maybe it's to start a business or maybe if you do have a medical bill and because it's yours and you're, you're not having to pay taxes on it versus 
begging a bank for a small business loan, you know, through the SBA from, uh, you know, money to start your own business. He was saying you could take a portion of that money, multiply it, and then put that money you took out back. Is that right, true? It is very true. It is very true. See, one another thing, the life insurance policy, and thanks for quoting um, the doctor. He's definitely very bright. Yes. The thing about it is um, the government really hadn't figured out a way to benefit off of people's death yet. Mm-hmm. So and when it comes to life insurance policies, I mean, you're going to see no tax penalties. You're going to see uh, no early withdrawal penalties. Mm-hmm. Because the government really, uh, they still hadn't uh, created an avenue or channel for yeah. getting paid when people die. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that definitely has been something that, uh, you know, we still can take advantage of. And, and it's much better than any savings account or, you know, the interest rates on insurance policies are much higher. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have the proper one. So... You know, that's when you give it your your insurance professionals, people, and let them guide you. Don't do it on your own. Don't let your job do it for you. Mm-hmm. They'll, they don't have your best interest. Get your own insurance professional to look at what you have and what your goals are. Awesome. Um, so with your your business, Peak Legacy, um, it was prior under a different name and during the um, transition and evolution um, into Peak Legacy. Um, explain to our listeners how can change or relaunching your brand be a healthy or a good thing? Well, it's, it's a little something I like to call growth. <laughs> you know, uh, the things that I did when I was younger, the things that I valued when I was younger are much different now that I'm older now. Mm-hmm. And my, my experience level and the experiences that I've gone through has also shaped and molded that too. So, you know, if you think about things differently, when you start a brand like my brand, you know, like I said, I was like 12 years old. I don't want to completely date myself, but right. I mean, let's just say it's about almost 25 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. And so with having been in business for that long for myself, uh, a lot of things have changed, you know, politically, economically, spiritually with myself, mm-hmm. financially. So um, you know, it, it gives you an opportunity as you rebrand to come with newer ideas, fresher ideas, um, a role with the changes of technology and the advancements that are happening uh, within the world today. Great. Hi, it's Patricia Creswell, and you're listening to Camille Essig of Speaker Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening. This is Camille Essig with the Speaker Podcast, and I have... Patricia Cresswell from the Peak Legacy, and we're discussing finances, insurance, and real estate. So, Patricia, thank you for joining me today on this episode. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. You know, you have phenomenal listeners, and I know they're going to get something out of this. A lot of nuggets. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, We were um, previously discussing about um, brand relaunching. What are three rules or three nuggets or pieces of advice you would give to anyone looking to launch a brand or relaunch their their brand, particularly for women of color? Okay. Well, let's just keep it simple. Uh, I use this analogy because patience has definitely been my virtue. So first is going to be take. 
and that means to take some time to reassess what's important to you, what you're passionate about. And once you do that, you'll be able to put together a better plan when you move forward. Your. When I think about what is valuable to you and yours, that's what's going to propel your passion and keep you moving in the right direction. Time. Time has been moving so fast, but if we sit up and we move faster than our brands, we often lose sight of what is valuable and important to us. So, in the end, take your time. You know what? I think you made that just, you dumbed it all the way down. (laughs) That's like the easiest and most simple way I've ever heard that. And even for myself, I think a lot of us... um, when I say young, not in terms of age, but just the length of time we've you know, been pursuing being entrepreneurs, we're in such a hurry to um, be a success overnight and not really, quote unquote, paying our dues or going through those, um, the process of what it takes to get to where, you know, we would like to be. And we tend to want to skip steps and it's not possible. And that's something I'm learning is that you cannot skip steps. And I've experienced things myself, Patricia, like, oh, if I hadn't have gone through this situation right here, I would have never learned, you know, down the road, the wisdom of business and just things with people. I know um, a while back, you know, when I was designing a logo and I needed uh, some graphic work done and I was so eager to um, get get the work done that um, I was talking to someone on Instagram and long story short, they swindled me out of a hundred dollars and I never got my work. Oh no. Yeah. But those things happen when you're, when you don't know, you know, and you're learning, but now I know, (laughs) you know, not to do X, Y, Z again, but it's just one of those lessons learned like, Oh, okay. That's just how that game is played. So yeah, it it sucked. I I was out of a hundred bucks, but looking down the road is just something a piece of information that that I can pass on to another person that's you know in the infant stage of you know getting a logo or trying to get some visual work done you know and I can share that information so I mean yes but I do I want my money back yeah but you know that hundred dollars is gone but again it's just a lesson learned hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> um exactly we're almost at the end, but before you go, I just wanted to ask one more question. What's well, kind of a two-part question. What has been your biggest hurdle so far as an entrepreneur, and what's been your greatest reward? Um, my biggest hurdle has been the hurdle of not giving up. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, being persistent and consistent with my brand and um, rolling with the punches, you know, taking my time with um, with what I'm faced with, and actually learning from each lesson, you know, because we don't want to keep making the same mistakes, but we also want to advance our our businesses. So we learn from everything that, especially our shortcomings, because we're we're uh, we're building. That's a part of building. So. Mm-hmm. And what's Definitely. been your greatest reward? Greatest reward is when my clients come back around and they're saying, thank you so much. Look at what I've accomplished. You've given me information I didn't have. 
just being able to be stand in the gap and be, um, you know, provide value, valuable information. I give away so much for free just because I feel like the information shouldn't, there shouldn't be a charge on that. Mm-hmm. You know, should be free. But, you know, um, you know, that to me is just seeing my clients be successful and mm-hmm. building their financial wealth. Awesome. Well, you know what? Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time. I know your schedule is so busy. You have a lot going on. But it means so much to me um, joining me on this podcast. Um, you just have no idea. I was so excited when you said yes. I was like, oh, my gosh. And um, just thank you. Just honestly, Patricia, thank you so much. Um, no problem. And for those that want more information about financial literacy or if you're looking for um, a real estate provider, insurance, just all of your financial needs, how can people find you, Patricia? Like email, social media, just let the people know where they can connect with you. Awesome. Okay, so you can... Go check my website out. It's www.peaklegacyxl.com. That's P-E-A-K-L-E-G-A-C-Y-X-L.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Peak Legacy and on Twitter at Peak Legacy. And on Facebook, you can check us out on our marketing page. It's called the Official Peak Marketing group and we have uh, so many ways to get in contact my phone number 346-283-6063 and uh, we look forward to helping guide you guys into your greatest generational wealth thank you so much Patricia I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode of the speaker podcast I would love to hear from you you can email me at lashes at gmail.com and make sure you follow me on Instagram at Kamiki Meek. And you can also visit my website at www.kamikimeek.com. I have a lot of new items for the spring and summer. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Speaker Podcast. I'm available now on Spotify. I'm on iTunes, YouTube, and also on SoundCloud. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, be blessed.